Late last week, the NFL's 2023 schedule was released. How does the Dolphins forecast for 2023 look? This is your way too early look at a schedule prediction for the 2023 Miami Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Cal Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Today is Monday, May 15th, 2023, and I took the weekend. And I took the weekend to go through the Dolphins, think about the roster, think about the rest of the league, before I put together my way too early 2023 schedule prediction throughout the course of this schedule, now that we know the full breakdown of what it is. And we're going to go through the wins, the losses, the end result. I went to playoffpredictors.com and I did all 32 teams uh, with their full schedule. So I picked every game on the schedule and... Let you know how things turned out for the Dolphins. And I'm looking forward to doing that here today on Locked on Dolphins. Special shout out to our everydayers who keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. So let's get started with this schedule prediction. And I thought the easiest way to do this would be to kind of break it up into blocks and talk about some easy game predictions that I have as losses. Talk about the losses that I ultimately picked that I struggled with. For a little bit of dramatic effect, we will leave kind of that last four-game block uh, for the very end of segment two uh, without specifying whether or not they are wins and losses. But just in combing through this schedule, please bear in mind, uh, I do my best... To be objective, I do openly admit I am a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, right? But this is a schedule that had some games that I thought were relatively straightforward to pick as losses, are very easily justifiable as losses, and I didn't want to just drink Kool-Aid and say this is a 13-win team no matter what. I want to be objective. So I can tell you already I have more than four losses on the schedule. I have them losing in week one against the Chargers. And I think this is a very easily winnable game. But when I sat down and went through the schedule prediction, going on the road in week one, you know, we talk about the Chargers having a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. The Dolphins also have a new defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio. And it cuts both ways, right? There's an opportunity for... Um, there, the need for time to gel defensively in the same way that it would be a need for a, a team to gel offensively. And I just have a hard time shaking. I, I get the blueprint the Dolphins have pursued, but I have a hard time shaking how poor the offensive performance was against the Chargers the last time around. And you're going to have to show that one to me, right? I thought the Dolphins' defense actually, aside of the third and long, just horrible calls played a very admirable football game against the Chargers the last time you played, and, and they'll have Rayshon Slater back on the offensive line, and that's a big boost, but 
I'm eager to watch the Dolphins' offense against that Chargers defense. But I think the time on task that the receivers and Justin Herbert have had over the last few years, plus getting Rayshon Slater back, is enough for me to say, okay, the Chargers are probably going to score 20, 24 points, 27 points, somewhere in there. Miami's going to have to show you could score mid-20s against the Chargers because that last performance was a hard one to forget. So I have them losing that game. I have them losing in Buffalo. Obviously, uh, it's been a minute since Miami has won in Buffalo. It's been several years. Buffalo's had a lot of recent success against the Dolphins. And, of course, with Tua Tungvaloa out, they went up in the playoff game and got set up on a bunch of short fields and lost that game by uh, that wild card game by three points. Total bummer to lose that football game the way that you did. But it is what it is. Um, I like the fact that it's not a cold-weather game. But at the end of the day, just like you have to show me you can shake the kind of offensive performance you had against the Chargers. Now, the Dolphins' offense performed very well in Buffalo when Tua Tungvaloa was last quarterback. They scored 29 points. And Buffalo doesn't give up that kind of point totals often. You know you could score points. Can you stop Josh Allen? That's going to be what I'm really interested in. But until you show that you can... Um, you're going to lean into benefit of the doubt on a road divisional game against the Bills, especially early in the season. I have the Sunday night football game against the Eagles as a loss as well. And then I have the uh, short week Black Friday game against the Jets was a pretty quick loss for me to assign as well. well obviously, Philadelphia primetime game, defending NFC champions. If Miami's healthy in that game, I think that can be a really compelling game, but I've been to plenty of Philadelphia Eagles games to, to see the Dolphins play and to see other teams play, and that is a very raucous environment and a road team against a team of that a road game against a team of that caliber. I'll put them down for a loss in that. So that's three, and then the Jets Black Friday game is four. And I didn't think too hard about that one because it's a short week on the road against a divisional opponent. Now you have the advantage of coming out of the bye, and you have the advantage of coming out of the bye and playing the Raiders at home. But the following week to play in five days against the Jets on a short week and a holiday is a recipe that teams historically have not had a lot of success with. And because of that, I put them down for a loss in that game. I did also put them down for a loss in the Chiefs game, but I think that game can be a lot closer than maybe the first instinct and now that it's a neutral site game. So if you're keeping score at home, Chargers week one, Bills week four, Eagles Week 7, Chiefs Week 9, and Jets Week 12. I have those as losses on the Dolphins' schedule. What they ultimately finish with, we have to talk about some of the easy slam dunk wins that we have, and for dramatic effect, I, I will wait uh, in, until the beginning of Segment 3 to let you guys know what the ultimate record is and how this AFC landscape plays out. But um, those were the ones that you sat down, I thought about it, I gave it some genuine thought, and I said, this feels right that Miami is a team that, as competitive as I think they're going to be, I don't think that this is a shoe-in, slam-dunk, juggernaut team. And this is a marathon. You wouldn't expect anything less. The fact that it's a marathon, you embrace that and know that there's ups and downs and peaks and valleys throughout the way. The key is, can you get playing your best football late? That's what we're going to explore here next on this episode of Locked on Dolphins is where the Dolphins have their peaks, their high points, and when they play and get it right. But before we do, make a fast break to FanDuel, 
during the NBA playoffs. Of course, the Heat are in the Eastern Conference Finals. They will be playing the Boston Celtics. Right now, new customers can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets with a no-sweat first bet. On your first bet as a new customer, that is $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not hit. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NBA. So looking at this schedule, the list of games of which I thought were very elementary, open and shut, yeah, you can make a reasonable case to lose this football game and you understand that you're going to win some you don't expect to win and you're going to lose some you don't expect to lose. But I wanted to get the schedule in the right ballpark based on logic and the teams and the matchups. Are the Dolphins winning in week two in New England? Obviously, Miami lost in New England last year uh, on the backs of two backbreaking second-half turnovers to lose a game by two points. Uh, they were thoroughly dominant in the first game against the Patriots last year. Spoiler alert, I have the Dolphins sweeping the Patriots this year. Uh, I have the Dolphins winning at home against the Denver Broncos in Week 3. I have that stretch between the road losses in Buffalo and Philadelphia. Uh, home against the Giants and Panthers, NFC opponents. I have those down as wins for Miami as well, which takes you to the bye. Right? We've already acknowledged I have Chargers lost down, Bills lost down, Eagles lost down, Chiefs lost down. But you win the other five games. So you're five and four through nine games going into the bye on my count on this year and its schedule. I've already also acknowledged the Black Friday loss, but you're coming out of the bye and playing the Raiders at home. So that's five and four, six and four, six and five. Everything from this point on is a mystery. I haven't disclosed anything from this point on, but through 11 football games, I have the Dolphins at 6-5. and five. They're coming out of a mini-bye to play in Washington against the Commanders. I think there's a distinct talent advantage there. I think the extra rest helps you. That gets you to 7-5. and five. And then you're home with extra rest, again, against the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football. The Titans are a team that gives you very little threat in the passing deep, uh, passing offense. Traylon Burks, pretty raw route runner. Uh, they banking on Chigo Conquo at tight end. Of course, Derrick Henry is still there for now. We'll see if he stays there. They've remade this entire offensive line. I just don't see it with the Titans this year. And of course, they lost their last six games to close the season. They they did the thing we were worried the Dolphins were going to do, and it, it cost them a playoff spot. They went from 8-3 and three to 8-9. I think that's a better reflection of where the Titans are, and then you add in they lost more pieces this offseason. I think Miami comfortably wins that football game at home. If you lose that football game, I don't care if Ryan Tannehill is a quarterback or Dan Marino is playing quarterback for the Titans. It would be the upset of the year on the Dolphins' schedule to lose a home game in primetime against the Titans with what the Dolphins have defensively with the strength of their defensive line and how they can really constrict the field and load the box against the Titans and what the Titans can afford in the passing game. So that makes you 8-5 and five off Monday Night Football. And then you're home uh, against the Jets in Week 15. And this is really the critical stretch. And for dramatic effect, I'm glad I saved this to the end. Uh, but I thought this would be a better way to present the choices than to go, Week 1 is this, Week 2 is this, Week 3 is this. So you're 8-5. and five. Familiar waters for the Dolphins. They had the same record last year. And they went 1-3 and three in their final four games. Home against the Jets. 
I don't think there is this disparity of talent between the two teams. Uh, I respect what the Jets are. I think they're a double-digit win team. I have them down for 10 wins here this season. Third place, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, in the AFC East. Four and two in the division, well-represented. But I ultimately have the Dolphins at home winning this football game because uh, for as balanced as I think the talent is, I think home field advantage can play a, a deep part in that. And Miami will not have had to worry about traveling uh, for, for two weeks coming into that game. They'll, they'll get home from that commander's game, be home, have extra rest against the Titans. Whereas the Jets, they're kind of in the, the middle of this um, stretch of games where they're, they're home against the Dolphins, the Falcons, and the Texans before hitting the roads. This is their first road game in three weeks. First road game in a month, really. So that, to me, is enough of an interruption into the flow of the Jets where when you're relatively equal or footing in a lot of different places across your rosters, the home team, I think, gets the bump and the nudge, especially when the Dolphins lost the first matchup. I do think they split this season matchup. Uh, so that moves the Dolphins from 8-5 to 9-5. The hard part's already over versus last year. Getting number 9 was the hard part. You get nine pretty early. Now you got three games left, and two of them are at home to see what kind of damage you can do. Dallas on Christmas Eve is your Week 16 matchup. And that's a 425 kick. And I do think Dallas is going to be a very, very, very good football team. But Dallas has this stretch that looks a lot like the Dolphins' stretch last year of San Francisco, L.A., Buffalo. Dallas plays back-to-back Thursday games against Washington and Seattle, Thanksgiving and the week after, November 30th. And then they're home against the Philadelphia Eagles on the 10th. So you get a mini-bye, then you're playing a divisional rival at home, and then you go on the road and you play the Bills and you play the Dolphins in consecutive weeks. And late in the season, the tax of it all, especially with Dallas and the way that their schedule lines up early. I think they're going to win a lot of games early. I think they're going to have a lot of cushion. Now, they, I don't think they walk, cakewalk into the NFC East. But that's pretty taxing to go Philly, emotional game, at Buffalo, at Miami, deal with the extremes of both of those environments and climates late in the season. Because of that... I have the Dolphins, you know, and look at where Dallas has been its best. Dallas has been its best when it has the ability to run the football. And they have a sturdy offensive line. But right now, their running back room is Tony Bahollard, a rookie, five foot seven, 190 pound rookie in Deuce Vaughn, and a whole bunch of nothing. This is going to be a very high volume passing offense because they're paying Dak Prescott a lot of money. And I think that plays into Miami's hand, especially at home, especially when factoring in the travel. And the time of year, and Dallas plays indoors, where they can open up the, the Jerry World walls, and they play in Buffalo the week prior. It's just a lot of lack of continuity. Where the Dolphins, they'll have been home for a month at this point. So put me down for a win to put the Dolphins at 10-5. and five. I don't think they run the table, though. At Baltimore, I want to give to the Dolphins. I want to. And if we're being honest, it's been, it will have been three years since Lamar Jackson last played in a game this late in the season. 
That's very important here. If Lamar Jackson is going to miss time, I will pick the Dolphins to win this football game. In the last two years, he's missed the home stretch. And two years ago, the Ravens lost their final five, six games, missed the playoffs because of it. This past year, they still snuck in. They got to 10. And um, Tyler Huntley is the quarterback throughout that stretch of games. The cold weather is not something you feel great about if you're Miami having to go play in Baltimore on New Year's Eve, especially if Lamar Jackson's playing with that element of being able to run the ball with the quarterback. This is a very winnable game for Miami. Uh, but I, it also didn't sit right with me to have them run the table and go 6-0 and in their final six games because it is a pretty tough stretch. I think Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, Bills is tough. So put me down for the loss against the Ravens, and then you come home, and I think in a what, what is going to be a high-stakes situation against the Bills, uh, I think the home field advantage there and how tightly contested you played the Bills last year. You're now late in the season. You've had that defense a chance to gel, get right. I think the Dolphins win that football game, which makes the Dolphins' final record prediction, this is a way too early schedule prediction, 11-6. and six. How does that stack versus the AFC? Because I can tell you right now, I got a 10-7, and 7, a 10-7, and 7, a 9-8. and 8. These are not playoff teams, believe it or not. We're going to finish with that here today on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Here's the breakdown. I do have the Dolphins making the playoffs uh, at 11-6. and 6. The bad news is if you have the Dolphins losing, if everything else is the same and the Dolphins lose the Week 18 game against the Bills, the Dolphins not only don't make the playoffs, they finish third in the East. I have the Dolphins at 11-6, winning that game against the Bills, and going 4-2 and two in the division. I think they sweep the Patriots and they split the Bills and Jets series one and one apiece. The Jets I have 10-7, and seven. Finishing with a 4-2 record in the division as well. Splitting with the Bills and Dolphins and sweeping the Patriots. I have a hard time seeing the Patriots matching up well against these teams in the East. Now, they'll have a chance to play the spoiler. I have the Patriots at 7-10. If you look back at the Patriots last year, the Patriots won one game last year in which they did not force multiple turnovers. I think they'll be better offensively for Bill O'Brien versus what they had him from a coaching staff perspective last year. I don't know that the talent's any better. And you tell me which games I'm being unfair to not pick the Patriots to win. Here's their 10 losses. Philadelphia, Miami, the Jets on the road, the Cowboys, the Bills, the Dolphins on the road, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Bills on the road, and the Jets, I mean, I gave them wins against the Raiders, Saints, Commanders, Colts, Giants. I gave them a win against the Chargers at home. I gave them a win on a short week against the Steelers. They also lost on the road against the Broncos. Maybe that Broncos game and you want to make an argument for you, flip it. Okay, they're eight and nine. I just don't think they're going to be super competitive. Now, I've already kind of teased that the Bills are going to be switch, flipping 
switching and splitting the season against the Dolphins and the Jets. I also think the Bills sweep the Patriots, which makes three teams in this division four and two. If the Dolphins at 11-6, the Jets at 10-7, and seven, and the Bills also finishing 11-6. But thanks to a strength of victory tiebreaker, they would win the AFC East in this scenario in an 11-6 tie with the Dolphins, splitting the season series and both being 4-2 in the division on the games that I picked. Now, if I were to give the Bills a loss against a better team and then give them a win against a lower team on this schedule, you could find the tiebreaker that could push Miami into first place. So it's not to say that it's a lock that the Dolphins in a tie scenario going into Week 18 would be totally eliminated. It just depends on what games you win and what games you lose. The way the playoffs end up shaking out is I have the, the Bengals at 14-3 and three as the one seed in the AFC. I have the Chiefs also at 14-3. and three. These two teams play each other. The Chiefs have had a ton of struggles against the, the, Chief, uh, the Bengals in recent years, and that is a, a Week 17 game uh, at 425 on New Year's Eve. So that's a, a super high-profile game that uh, Cincinnati's just had too much success against the Chiefs recently for me to not pick the Chiefs. Uh, the three seed, I have the Jaguars, uh, thanks to softness of schedule. I have them 12-5. and five. Their losses to the Chiefs, Bills, short week against the Saints, the Steelers, uh, the 49ers. And the Bengals. But they play the Titans twice. They play the Texans twice. They play the Colts twice. That's six wins right there. Now, if that division ends up being more competitive, then you could very easily find yourself seeing them be the four seed and not the three seed. But I have the Bills off that tiebreaker at 11 and 6 as the four seed. The Chargers at 11 and 6 as the five. The Ravens at 11 and 6 as the six. And the Dolphins at 11 and 6 as the seven. The Browns and Jets are 10 and 7 apiece and miss the playoffs. So we've said the magic number is 10 in the past. It doesn't guarantee anything in this AFC. Uh, the Steelers also finished with a winning record at 9 and 8. Uh, the Patriots and the Titans with high win losing records uh, just below that 500 threshold. And then you have teams like the Broncos, six wins. The Texans and Colts, five wins. The Raiders, three wins. I think the Raiders are going to really struggle this year. So uh, that's your landscape, which, of course, if the Dolphins is the seven, has you going to dot, 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 fittingly, Arrowhead, to play the Chiefs in the wild card round. And I had the Dolphins losing the first matchup in a neutral site. Obviously, the Chiefs would be betting favorites in that game if you set up those odds right now. But I would take this. I would absolutely take 11 wins and a playoff game, especially because tiebreakers could get you first place in the East, which would get you a home game. If you flip-flopped it and you had Buffalo and Miami, let's just say for sake of and ease of convenience, 
Miami ends up sweeping the season record, right? Miami would then be the three, and they would end up playing the, or they'd be the four, excuse me, and they play the Chargers at home, or the Chargers would then have to come all the way across the country and play. Man, that gets some ratings, wouldn't it? Any of these would. Dolphins bills for Josh Allen, Jaguars Trevor Lawrence, Chargers Justin Herbert, Bengals Joe Burrow, lots of big time opportunities uh, for for playoff matchups. But you got to do what you got to do uh, to get yourself into the dance. And it feels like eleven this year is your magic number. Now that we've played the whole thing, that's so. That's my way too early. I'm not going to pick playoff games or anything like that. But that's my way too early look at to this Dolphins schedule uh, eleven and six. Would be my prediction as things currently stand right now. Not all those game results are going to go the way that you think they do, but I think that record is right on the nose for where where I think the Dolphins, from a durability standpoint, from a schedule standpoint, from a, a challenge of opponent standpoint, uh, you, you're just not going to cakewalk through this season. And uh, 11 is a great number to aspire for because that that's going to give you a chance to go compete and, win and potentially win a Super Bowl, which is obviously the goal that we are all hoping to see the Dolphins do. Sooner rather than later, because it's been a minute. But uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Locked on Dolphins. I hope you guys enjoyed the program. Hit subscribe. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Kyle Krabs. Fins up. Shout out to our everydayers. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Your team every day. We're out of here. Peace.